Clay County gets the sweep against Pickett County. Livingston coach Jimmy Miller gets his 250th coaching win, while Cookville gets a big district win on the road. Some really big games all across the Upper Cumberland on Tuesday night. Good evening. Welcome to the Thursday evening edition of the High School Playbook. I'm Tom Duggan. Lots to get to tonight, including the Clay County Pickett County doubleheader featuring two teams that were ranked in the top three, both on the boys' side and on the girls' side. Stone Memorial in Cumberland County in an inter-county district rivalry pair of games on Tuesday night. A milestone is reached in Livingston. Just plenty for us to talk about on this Thursday night edition of the Playbook. We'll start things out by hitting the scoreboard. On the girls' side, it was Clay County, the number three team in the state in the 1A classification over number two Pickett County. 50-43 the final score. Hallie Buford gets 13 points in the win for Clay County. Emmy Lowe with 21 in the loss for Pickett County. We'll talk to Pickett County girls head coach Brent Smith coming up later on in the program. Cookville remains undefeated. The Lady Cavaliers are now 22-0. Cassie Gallagher goes for 13 points and a balanced scoring effort across the board as number two Cookville beats Wilson Central 61-22. Katie Hopkins with 11 points leads Monterey to their second district win of the season, 45-33 over Jackson County. Livingston Academy gets 16 points from Hallie Ledbetter, 15 more from Ellie Butler as they bounce back from a Saturday loss to Cumberland County with a 76-37 win over Macon County. Elsewhere, Cumberland County big over Stone Memorial in girls' play, 64-34. Number 5, White County downs DeKalb County in Smithville, 67-56. It was Coffee County over Warren County, 62-37, to two of Warren County's four losses on the season, coming to the number six Red Raiders. On the boys' side, quite a surprising score in the Clay County-Pickett County game. Clay County plays some exceptional defense. They hold Pickett County to just five first-half points en route to a 64-23 to blowout win. Clay County entered the game ranked number three in the state, Pickett County at number one. Grant Strong with 32 points and 13 rebounds for the double-double as Clay County takes sole possession of first place in District 7-1A. Joshua Hurd scores 24 to lead Cookville over Wilson Central 49-40. We'll speak with Cookville head basketball coach Josh Hurd coming up in just a few moments. Also, Stone Memorial gets 17 for Matthew Bilbrey in a 53-48 win over Cumberland County. Cole Torres and Carson Canaster with 16 points each in the loss for Cumberland County. DeKalb County gets a big win over White County, 61-45. Elijah Ramos with 19 points in the win for DeKalb County. Number six, Jackson County gets 21 from Ramon Cuevas as they down Monterey, 69-57. Coach Jimmy Miller picks up his 250th coaching victory as Livingston ekes past Macon County, 50-49. We'll talk to Coach Miller a little later on in the program about the milestone and the big win in district. Coffee County over Warren County by the final count of 50 to 38. Let's start out the program this evening talking about the Cookville Cavaliers who went on the road this past Tuesday night. Got a big district win over Wilson Central, 49 to 40. Coach Josh Hurd joining us via telephone on the high school playbook. Coach, I know anytime you can get on the road and get a big district win, it's absolutely huge. How big do you feel like this victory was for your team on Tuesday night? I mean, it, it was a good win for us just to just to show us that you know we could we could beat somebody in in this district. You know, we've you know as I feel we gave away two games, um, the first two games of the district, 
to Green Hill and Lebanon, you know, just, just by not being focused and finishing finishing the game um, and playing hard. So for us to come out, at, you know, to go to Wilson and play the way we play, you know, I, I was proud of them. Um, you know, we fought hard the whole game and, and um, you know, we did some things that we've talked about in practice. So, you know, it's a step in the right direction. Coach, when, now that you've kind of seen the district as a whole, all the teams in there, how competitively balanced do you feel like this district is this year? It is. It's, I, I'll tell you, it is really, really across the board. You know, you got you got some high caliber athletes on every team, and and all the guys are used to playing at a certain pace and and physicality that you know every game can be can go either way. You know, um, for us to start off the you know the the, the season with Green Hill and, and Lebanon, you know, it really it really showed us, hey, look, this is this is where the level is now from here on out. So this is where you got to meet it and, and, and match it. So, you know, for us, you know, being a, a young team that, that we are, I thought that was really, really good for us just scheduling-wise um, that we could see it first. And, and now we can kind of, you know, lead into it and just and just play the way we need to play. You mentioned some of the things the team did on Tuesday night were taken from what you've been working on in practice. Can you tell us some of those things that you've been working on that have translated to the court, especially on Tuesday night? Yeah, and I'll tell you, you know, it's it's fun. I use the word practice because it really it was it was really games. You know, we we added Knox Webb uh, on Monday, so we actually played Monday night in Knoxville, and it was a boys only game. So we went there and played instead of instead of practicing in Cookville, and and just to be able to go play that high caliber team again, you know, was good for us. You know, and we we've talked about you know just finishing plays. You know, we do a good job of, you know, that, that first initial defensive stance. And what we do is at, at times we have, you know, one or two two people they will lax on the rebound and they, and they and we give up offensive rebound. So now we got to play the whole defensive possession again. So, uh, you know, there were some offensive rebounds that we gave up, but for the most part, you know, I know we shot four more shots than, than Wilson Central did last night. So um, that tells me that, you know, we either got some turnovers but we got more rebounds. Um, so, so that was a good that was a good um, thing that we that we moving towards, and also just keeping the turnover ratio in single digits. You know, we had eight turnovers last night, um, and you know some of those were unforced turnovers, but still having single digits turnover margin is is something that we need to do. And, and the third thing is, you know, we, we've been talking about playing fast. You know, we we are a better team when we go fast, and and we get better shots just because of the athletes that we have. And I, I thought those three things that we really did well um, last night. We're speaking with Cookville head basketball coach Josh Hurd on the high school playbook. Coach, with last night's game, that was the third consecutive road game. You mentioned the game at Knoxville Webb. They're just a fantastic basketball club. And then you played Knox Catholic over the weekend. Now Green yes. Hill left and then Mount Juliet all coming up on the road. Six in a row on the road. Uh, how much do you feel like this is going to benefit your young basketball team, especially now that you're winding down toward the end of the regular season? Well, it's going to be big for us, you know. If you look at our record, you know, as I, I mentioned before, it's crazy. We have a better road road record than we do home record. So, you know, I guess the boys like playing away from home better than they do like playing <laughs> at home. So, um, you know, I, I think just just by just by us already seeing the teams um, already before and playing them again, you know, we get a we got a better feel of what we're going to be facing, and the boys know that they can they can do what they need to do and just uh, and win ball games. Coach, Green Hill again coming up on Friday night. You played those guys once back on January 11th, and they got you by 14. What do you feel like you need to do differently, if anything, going into this uh, rematch coming up on Friday night? 
Yeah, just, just have energy. You know, we, we were so flat that game. You know, I don't know what it was. You know, we just didn't come out the gate ready. We didn't come out at halftime ready. You know, we, we just we just had no energy whatsoever. And, you know, that's that's something also that we've been talking about just, you know, with, uh, again, when you got sophomores out there that you know, and freshmen, they're, they're mostly, you know, that's the majority of, of the team. And when those guys, sometimes those guys can get down. They feel that they need to be playing and they don't get to play, so they don't know how to how to be a teammate on the bench. And that's something that we've we've talked about and worked on. And we've done a last night. We did a great job at that. You know, uh, I mentioned that after the game about how I heard people on the bench, you know, cheering, you know, getting after their teammates, helping their teammate on. So, you know, and those are things that you know some teams may not do. You know, after coming, you know, two losses in a row after from Knox Catholic, then going to Knox Webb and, and losing. You know that that third game in a row may be tough on, but but you know we stepped up to the plate and uh, we helped each other out and 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 I think you know the direction that we're going right now, um, I, I think I, I'm pleased with it. I'm very very pleased. Well, coach, a nice win for your program Tuesday night over Wilson Central. It'll be a great game coming up Friday night at Green Hill. Then you'll turn around and play another great game. It should be expected on Tuesday against Lebanon. Uh, coach, her good luck to you and the Cavaliers moving forward. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Well, the Pickett County Lady Bobcats had a big top five matchup. Actually, we can call it a top three matchup in the state, according to the Associated Press poll anyway. A big district game, nevertheless, against Clay County on Tuesday night. Clay County comes away with a 50-43 to victory. Pickett County girls basketball coach Brent Smith joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, uh, my understanding, it was a pretty tight game all the way through. Uh, one issue that might have giving you some problems the other night uh, fouls I heard were kind of an issue in the game did that kind of hinder your performance to some degree in the game against Clay County yeah obviously it did we got in foul trouble early and uh kind of took away some things that uh, uh that we were going to do and you know we just had to make some adjustments but uh still didn't play didn't feel like we played real well the first half uh, and then battled back and took a lead in the third so uh still gave us our, uh, an opportunity to, to you know to, to win but uh just didn't play to our ability. I, I was really disappointed in our uh, in our effort. Was there any butterflies maybe prior to the game? I know this and this matchup has been anticipated so much. Maybe the players were they a little bit uh, nervous or antsy going into this basketball game? I, obviously, I think so. You know, we shot at seventeen percent the first half, and you know, and we're down six at half. So, uh, you know, I felt like uh, you know maybe some bright eyes and some. You know, some, uh, some, you know, of course you're playing, they got some young kids trying to, in, in the spotlight there. So I think we kind of got shell shocked a little bit, but, uh, you know, I just didn't feel like, uh, sometimes that don't, uh, you know, it don't have anything to do with you playing hard and, and, and doing some, you know, just, just being aggressive. I thought we were just, uh, really, uh, like today. Got a good night from Emmy Lowe, who ends up with 21 points on the night. Coach, she's been someone I've noticed popping up in box scores a whole lot throughout the course of the season. How, how has she really developed her game throughout the course of this year? Well, I just got more aggressive uh, offensively. You know, I, I, you know, I think that's something other that, uh, you know, you've seen that as, as year. she's kind of gotten better, more aggressive, I guess more, um, uh, I guess just more just used to going to the basket a little better. So, and, but she shot it really well from the perimeter last night too. So, you know, she, um, she's really well-rounded her game a little bit more. She was looking to pass. I think maybe a little bit too much early in the game, early in the year, and and as the game wore on last night, she kind of got more aggressive going to the basket, and that's uh, why she contributed uh, with 21 points. From a rebounding perspective, coach, was that an area that maybe you had some issue with Clay County? That I know they've got some size on that basketball team. Did, was that an area of concern for you last night? 
it obviously was. Uh, you know, post play was, you know, uh, but, uh, you know, stopping their post game, they've got, you know, they've got some post players that can play. And then they play about 10 kids and, uh, you know, and, and that kind of, uh, their, um, I guess their depth wore at us a little bit, but uh, just we didn't shoot it well at all from the perimeter. I mean, we've uh, really, you know, been shooting it well in the last couple of weeks, and that's kind of what uh, we've won some big games by doing. You know, we've got to have the inside out attack, and, you know, we just, um, we just didn't shoot it well and, and uh, didn't attack uh, been enough aggressively off the dribble either. We're speaking with Coach Brent Smith, the Pickett County Lady Bobcats head basketball coach here on the high school playbook. Coach, you mentioned you've been shooting well of late. Your team had been on a pretty good roll there for quite some time. What are some other things that the, this basketball team has been doing well? You know, and I, I say up until last night, I guess last night may be just an aberration, but what have you liked about your team's play so far? Well, just, again, we're we're just kind of settling into our, our roles and, and doing things that we're supposed to do. I mean, everybody's not going to be a shooter and everybody's not going to be a scorer, but, you know, sometimes you got to be a, a defensive stopper and, we kind of accepted those, and you know, last night was obviously a bump. And but our schedule is, is going to be so brutal coming for the next couple of weeks that uh, you know we're just going to have to uh, accept it and go on. And you know, I, you know, we're going to jump right back into preparation today for for really good teams Thursday and Saturday. So uh, you know, it's going to be a test for us uh, coming. So uh, you know, I think it's going to be a, obviously for a young group. It's kind of hard to play so many games, but we'll just have to see what how we develop. Pickett County, Clay County, Clark Range, Red Boiling Springs have all been ranked. Gordonsville's been competitive at times. Coach, how tough is this district? And, and when we get to tournament time, do you really feel like this is an anything-goes kind of tournament that we should be expecting for this year? I truly believe, as we talked, I've talked, said this several times, I believe you can be third, fourth in the district and still get to state tournament. Um, you know, obviously that's not going to be a cakewalk, but, you know, getting out of the, getting out of the region tournament, you know, would be a, a great feat for anybody because you know a lot of people are all those four teams. A lot of people have got some 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 youth and uh, probably Clay probably got the most experience back. But with that being said, they you know they still got some youth as well. So I think uh, top four can obviously get there. Um, you know, these are just battles. You know, uh, you got to win the war to get to to get there. So I think that's just a you know first of many battles of, of, during the regular season, and then when tournament play gets here, we'll see who who. You talked about a tough stretch run. You got York Institute Thursday, Cumberland County Saturday, Clark Range Tuesday. Then you go to Clay County again next Friday, and that leaves <laughs> off the last three games. We won't even get that far ahead. But, uh, right. Coach, what's your team going to have to do? I know you're going to want to be focused, but uh, what are you looking for these next four games against some really, really tough opposition? Yeah, just, uh, you know, going to have to look at – how that we can bounce back, first of all, from last night. That's going to be the biggest test. Uh, you know, if you could, obviously, if you could have got one last night, these others wouldn't have been near as, you know, as, as big, I guess. But, uh, you know, just how you can uh, uh, bounce back from adversity. Um, you know, we, we did some things that uncharacteristic for us last night, and uh, that, that we hadn't been doing, you know, through the stretch here. So, uh, you know, just got to, you just can't just bear on one thing and, and uh, got to, you know, take the next step. And, uh, Thing about it is, with with this competition level, you can really get yourself in a in a hole, or you can get yourself on top, looking over top. So I mean, you know, we can, you know, with competition is what we wanted. It's why we made the schedule like we did, and that's part of it. But it'll get us better for tournament tournament play. This this week is going to be like a region tournament or a district tournament. So you know, and next week as well. So you know, obviously, if we can get through these next couple of weeks and get into tournament play when 
everybody healthy, uh, I feel really good about it. Coach, I don't think any coach in the state of Tennessee would envy uh, your schedule at, at all the next uh, <laughs> next couple of weeks, but I know Pickett County is going to come out and play fantastic basketball as they have all season. We wish you the best of luck uh, in the coming weeks, and especially going into, into tournament time. All right. Thank you again. Appreciate it. A big milestone was reached for Coach Jimmy Miller of the Livingston Academy Wildcats back on Tuesday night. Coach Miller picking up his 250th coaching victory in a 50-49 win over Macon County. Coach Miller joining us via telephone. And, uh, Coach, first and foremost, just the milestone itself. I'm sure you're more focused on games, wins, and losses in the district, but uh, do you have a little bit of a feeling about reaching 250 for your coaching career? Uh, you know, it's a funny thing. I, I really don't keep up with it. I had no idea about it. Uh, Coach Kenner does a good job keeping up with those kind of things and uh, keeping me up to date after the fact. But, you know, when, when I was told, I guess the, the first thing I think about is you don't really think about wins. You go back and start thinking about the, the kids and the players that you've been fortunate enough to coach and be a part of their career. And, you know, it's really you, you get you get a front row seat to – to get to watch these kids grow and get better. And and really, that's what it did for me. It just kind of took me back. And, and other than someone announcing that, it's just basically uh, it's more than a record. It's just a record of how old you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, just how special maybe is it knowing that you've been able to do this at your alma mater where you played and where you starred at and uh, you've spent your entire high school coaching career at Livingston Academy? Does that make it just a little more sweeter for you? It absolutely does. You know, I was fortunate to get to play here, get to play here for my dad, and get to come back here and be supported by people here, and get to and get to do that for as long as I have in in my hometown and and at this school where where I've you know got where I was able to play and then able to come here and get to continue to compete from a different angle and you know i don't know you talk about how fun it is to play but it, it when when you get to watch kids do it themselves and get better and and, and got to win out like they did last night i don't know that that's not way more special well let's get to that macon county game 50 to 49 and as i go back and Kind of look over the schedule. Your last five games have been decided, all of them, by five points or less, and that's almost been a theme throughout uh, a lot of your season. So many close basketball games. Uh, kind of walk us through what happened Tuesday night and, and another thrilling win for your Wildcat basketball team. Uh, I think I think we played a, make, a much improved Macon County, and I think uh, they got going early. When they got going early, they got confident. When they saw a 6-8 and 10-12 point lead, that makes the team confident that's going early that you're going to have to deal with the rest of the night. But I don't think that's the same team we played at Macon County in early December. I think that team is much improved. I think they offensively shot the ball well, scoring well, and playing confident. And this time of year, people are going to be playing better. They're going to be playing more confident. They're they're starting to get some chemistry going, and I think that's what we ran into. And then in this I mean, circus of a district. You never, you never know who's going to be do, who's going to be playing well, who's going to be beat who. I mean, every night you you hear, you know, I'm going to the locker room after our game, and I'm hearing wins and losses that, that are shocking me and surprising. So uh, that you know, like last night, I, I, we I don't feel like we played well early. I don't feel like we played well the first half. I think we missed a lot of layup opportunities, and it hurt our confidence shooting the ball, and it made that game a lot closer than we hoped it would be. But 
when we at the end of the night when that game's over, I don't feel like um, I don't feel like we have to hang our head over a one point victory. I think we beat a good team, and when our backs were kind of against the wall and things weren't going right for us. We're speaking with Livingston Academy Wildcats head basketball coach Jimmy Miller. His team getting a 50-49 to big district win over Macon County. Three-way tie for first place in the district at 5-2. Uh, and two. Coach, those games I mentioned, you're 4-1 and one in the last five, all decided by five games or less. What do you feel like that says about your team, that you're being able to pull out these victories and a lot of district games thrown in there as well, uh, just these close games? What kind of resiliency is that showing you of your basketball team? That our kids don't quit us. Our kids play hard. They don't quit each other. And they're finding a way to win, whether it be ugly or not. That's that's Ultimately, you have to be almost more proud of that because you think when the victories are decided in five points or less, you can still play well and drop four out of five of those games. It'd be a loss. And if that happens, the whole mentality of your team right now going to the end of this district play with a lot of tough games is going to be different. And I expect our district to, to stay that way uh, throughout this year. you got teams beating other teams, that uh, teams beating teams that they shouldn't even think. And uh, I think um, that's, that, that's just the biggest thing I can take away. They're finding a way to win because those could very easily go the other direction. Isaac Stories returned to your basketball team after missing several games due to injury. How big a shot in the arm has that been? It's it's uh, it's unbelievable how much he helps you. You know he can not score a point and immediately make your team ten points better. The toughness, the resiliency in him, the competitiveness—you can't take him off the floor. I mean, I, I could sit here for an hour and talk about good things about him. Coach DeKalb County Friday night. It'll be the homecoming game at Livingston Academy. DeKalb coming off a big 61-45 win over White County on Tuesday. What do you see from the Tigers the second go-round? I think DeKalb County games are uh, always tough, and you know what you're going to get. You're going to get a high-powered offensive team that's going to shoot the ball well. And I've all of these years never seen a DeKalb County team come to Livingston Academy not ready to beat them. Coach, congratulations on the victory Tuesday night. Congratulations on the milestone. Good luck to you on Friday night and uh, moving forward throughout the season. Thanks a lot. Let's turn our attention to the Clark Range Lady Buffaloes. They were actually off on Tuesday night, but they've been a busy team the last couple of weeks with all the weather cancellations making up some games and such. They'll get a game Thursday night at Monterey. Coach Lamar Rogers joining us via telephone on the high school playbook. Coach, you get a few down days, I guess, to kind of rest up a little bit, but I'm sure you're spending a lot of time in practice. What are some things that you've been doing since uh, last Friday as you get set for what could be a very busy weekend for you? Well, we have been. We've, um, you know, last couple of days we've been trying to, uh, uh, you know, actually do some drills still this late in the season and get, uh, try to get the fundamentals to get us up to speed where we uh, can go. Uh, you know, use that in the game without thinking about it. But uh, we've been talking a lot about defense. Uh, we're very flexible, and uh, we've been playing, um, you know, three-quarter presses and some zones and stuff. And uh, we're trying to get that down. We don't make mistakes. We, uh, you know, also get some shooting. In. We uh, went to uh, you know Clay County uh, Friday night, and uh, you know they got us. Uh, I think it's. We was down four after one quarter. We was down four to half. We was down four to win the fourth quarter. We couldn't ever catch them. So we we split with them. Um, you know, the, 
very good defensive team, and we, we didn't shoot very good, but we didn't out rebound a little bit. Uh, you know, a lot of teams have got a big girl, that's a little bit taller than us, so we've talked about that. We're trying to work on that situation also. Coach, did you see a big difference in the way Clay County played against you maybe last Friday night than they did back earlier in the season? Well, you know, they played at home. It's the biggest thing. You know, teams play a little bit better at home usually. And uh, we, uh, you know, both teams, uh, you know, struggled. Uh, You know, we shot uh, 27% for the game, which is, you know, not good at all. If we shot 37%, we'd have won, which 37% is not very good, but and, uh, you know, Clay County was about the same situation. So, uh, both defenses, uh, you know, had the other team figured out pretty good. And, uh, but, uh, you know, we got out-rebounded a little bit too much. They, they were a little bit more aggressive than we were. And, uh, you know, we talked about that a whole lot, about uh, trying to pick it up. Uh, you know, that was a good example in that game where we, we needed to be more aggressive and, uh, you know, go get the basketball. But. Uh, you know, home and home, we, we got in our place. They got us down there, so we, we'll see what happens uh, later on in the tournament. You mentioned playing on their home court. You've coached a lot of basketball, Coach Rogers. I just want to get your take on home court advantage in high school basketball. Do, do you see a big advantage for the home team? And, and I'm going to narrow it down to the upper Cumberland region in general because I think basketball, people love basketball so much around here that these gymnasiums seem to get really packed and really excited. Do you think there is a big edge for teams that play at home in high school basketball? Well, yes, absolutely. You know, we, uh, you know our gym's full every time we play. and that, uh, We've got a pep section. Uh, we've got a band that... Uh, Pep band it does really good, and uh, <clears throat> you know we just uh, the crowd really gets into it. It's really loud, and uh, you know it affects some teams that you know, play Clark High School. We've been very successful over years, and you know hard place for teams to play. Well, also you know going on the road, uh, you know Clay County down there having a huge crowd, and their the fans were really into it also. So you. Gotta have mental toughness on the road to um, you know realize uh, you know the players have to realize they're out there on the court. Uh, you know there's five on our team, five on the other team playing, and uh, you know you can't let uh, the environment affect you. But you know it does sometimes, and uh, you know like you say, the overcoming fans are just uh, so into it. Uh, you know I went scouting last night the uh, Clay and Picky game down at Picky County, and uh, you know. The, uh, you know, I don't want to see the, the boys game, especially. But uh, it, it just, um, you got to overcome it and have mental toughness when you play on the road. Coach Lamar Rogers of the Clark Range Lady Buffalo is our guest on the high school playbook. Coach, this district with Clay and Pickett, and you saw that game, as you mentioned, Tuesday night, and with your team, I mean, is this is this district about as tough as you've seen it in recent years? You know, that remains to be seen. I think two teams out of our district will go to the state tournament, and uh, you've got to put Red Bull Springs in there also. And then uh, Gordon played everybody tough also. Uh, but uh, we'll see what we can do. I mean, uh, each team's a little bit different, but the, both definitely, uh, you know, a couple of us can go down there and have success, in, you know, at the state tournament. And, uh, you know, we're wanting to be one of those, but. Uh, I don't know how good it is compared to last year. You know, last year we were kind of an elite team, and uh, 
uh, you know, Kelly, you know, messed up got it, uh, the state tournament got beaten overtime, but uh, so we're we're not as good as we were last year. But uh, you know, picking Clay, uh, Clay just about have they lost a couple, but they're probably uh, a little bit better than we were last year, maybe. And you know, Pickett uh, lost a lot like we did, but they've uh, they're like us; they replaced them with some really good players. So very tough, and you know, you can kind of uh, go by scores that we played. Uh, you know, bigger schools and everything that uh, we're you know. Our district's definitely holding us home. Coach Lamar Rogers has been our guest from the Clark Range Lady Buffalo Basketball Program. Coach, it's always an honor to talk to you. We wish you the best. Got a couple of big games with Monterey and Red Boiling coming up this weekend. Wish you the best, and uh, good luck on down the road as well. Okay, well, thank you a lot. Well, the Van Buren County Eagles have been hot of late. They've won five of their last six basketball games, including a big win over Whitwell this past Tuesday night. Van Buren County head basketball coach Dustin Sullivan joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, winners of five out of six. You've got to be pretty proud with how your team is playing right now. It seems like things are kind of hitting stride as you're right here uh, coming down the home stretch of the regular season. Yeah, we, we hope so. It's been kind of hard with the, uh, you know, all the, the weather recently has made everything kind of hit or miss the last couple of weeks. But we have, uh, since we got home from the, the Christmas tournament, uh, we've played much better, and, you know, and ironically, you know, you mentioned the five out of the six. Probably the best game we played was the game that we lost uh, at Sparta. You know, played played really well that night. So uh, it, it's funny how things like that work. But uh, yeah, right now I, I do. I, I feel like we're uh, I feel like we're in a pretty good spot, playing pretty well. How big of a measuring stick have those games against Sparta been for you this year? You you kind of reintroduced this rivalry that's been dormant for a long time, but you, I know there's got to be a lot of motivation there, but how do you feel you've matched up with them, and what's that done to help improve your club? Well, anytime you play somebody as fundamentally sound and as skilled as they are, it's not going to do you know anything but make you better. You, you know, the old, the old saying about iron char- uh, sharpens iron, and, uh, you know, a lot of our kids, they, they know each other. They, you know, they play against each other in elementary school. Our, our, uh, our elementary school is in White County's, um, uh, little league down there. So, you know, they, uh, they, they see each other a lot and, and that's always a fun, uh, dynamic of it. But, you know, just overall, just playing a quality opponent where you know you're going to have to be, uh, sharp on both ends of the floor to give yourself a chance is the most beneficial thing. Coach, what what has really stood out about your team during recent play in these games? Something that maybe you've seen has transitioned and improved in a certain area than maybe what you saw earlier in the season. I think we're getting tougher. I think we're rebounding better. Had a couple of kids that have really stepped up, stepped up their individual game. Uh, Ethan McCoy has probably been the biggest bright spot recently. He's played really well for about four games in a row. And, uh, you know, I think he's kind of kind of coming into his own and figuring out what he can do uh, to help us. And, that, and that's been a, uh, a big key. Uh, and I think it'll continue to be as we move forward. Coach, some big news for your program earlier this week. John Allen will be continuing his playing careers. He signed on with Bryan College. I know you have spoken very highly of John, and he's had a good season for you so far. What do you think it means for this young man to get an opportunity to continue his basketball career and his education at the next level? Uh, well, we're super excited for him, and uh, you know I, I think it's a good fit for him. Uh, I'm, I'm most excited that he he gets to continue to play just because he loves the game. 
you, you know, you, you hate for anybody to, to lose something that they love if they ain't ready to uh, kind of move on. And, uh, you know, he's going to get a con- chance to continue to play and improve. And he, he's just such a good, you know, team guy and just enjoys the locker room and the camaraderie of, of being around uh, a group that can become like a family. And, and I know that he's excited to get to continue, you know, that with, with a new group next year. I'm excited that it's close so that we can take the guys over, you know, over the next few years to watch him play and continue to develop. And it's good for the uh, the, the younger kids in the program to see that, you know, uh, if you if you put the work in, that you can, uh, you, you know, you, your senior year doesn't have to be your last year playing if you don't want it to be. We're speaking with Van Buren County boys head basketball coach Dustin Sullivan on the high school playbook. Coach, you got a few days off in between games after the Whitwell game on Tuesday night. You'll play Grundy County coming up next Tuesday night. Had a game uh, postponed for later on this week. What do you feel like you want to spend this extra time doing? Will you have a little downtime in there? I'm sure plenty of practice. What's kind of the goal for the next week? Uh, yeah, we'll practice the next three days. Uh, we, we won't go uh, real hard physically. Uh, we will shoot a lot, just try to uh, refine and, and, and tune some things up to get ready for next week because starting, like you said, with our next game next Tuesday at Grundy, we will have just a, a killer schedule over the next two weeks. We'll play three games next week, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and then turn around and play five and six days the, you know, the last week of the season before we go into the tournament. And then that's very unfortunate, but there was just nowhere else to put the games. So we're going to be playing Monday, Tuesday, and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So uh, we'll see uh, how mentally tough we are during that stretch. That seems like a really tall task, Coach, coming down the stretch, getting ready for the postseason. But do you feel like maybe in a way that'll help you kind of get into tournament mode, knowing you're going to be playing a lot of games in a short amount of time then as well? Well, you hope so, and that's the way we'll approach it. You know, and it also, you know, especially the uh, the last three games being back to back at the end of five and six will, you know, it'll it'll test your depth. We'll have to really dig deep. But now we've had eleven guys that have played meaningful minutes, even you know, over the last uh, recent part of our schedule. So you know, uh, all of those guys will be called on to uh, to maybe play even more as we continue to try to keep people's legs under them. But it'll definitely be a good. Uh, I think a good way to to enter the postseason, uh, you know, and, and and be ready to go. It's a red hot Van Buren Eagle team again. Winners of five of their last six basketball games. They'll pick the schedule back up Tuesday with a trip to Grundy County, Clark Range on Thursday night, and then down to Bledsoe County coming up next Friday night. Coach Dustin Sullivan's been our guest on the High School Playbook. Coach, as always, thank you for joining us, and uh, good luck throughout the rest of the regular season. Uh, thank you. Let's talk some Jackson County Lady Blue Devil basketball as head coach Jim Brown joins us on the high school playbook. Coach, tough night on Tuesday night. You travel over to Monterey and wind up on the short end of a 45-33 score. Coach, this looks to be a much improved Monterey team, and I know you've shared a district with them, not just this year, but in recent years. Do you see some improvement in that Monterey team this season? Oh, absolutely. Monterey is much better uh, than, than what they've been in. In previous years, uh, you know they they had uh, you know they had several of their key kids you know, coming back from last year, and then uh, you know they they've added uh, you know they they've got a couple of transfers from Coastal and one from Upper Moon, and then got eighth grader that is playing well for them. So uh, that's uh, that's giving a much more balanced team than than what they had previously. 
Coach, talk about your team's performance on Tuesday night. I know you came out on the short end of the score, but uh, what what did you see good out of your basketball team in Tuesday night's game? Uh, well, I thought we adjusted and, and, and battled them a little bit. They, they, uh, they, they really killed us on the boards. And, uh, this, this district we're in, is, is, it seems like we're really outsized in every game that, that we played. And uh, you know, they had 10 offensive rebounds the first half. And, and, and we did a better job with, with that uh, the, the second half. But, uh, you know, it, it's just it's hard on us to, to come from behind. And we had a good first quarter and, and we got behind the second and had a good third quarter. Uh, but then we, we weren't able to, to dig back in it much there in the fourth. How tough has it been for you? You talked about how tough the district is, and for the most part, Coach, I look at your schedule. You played a pretty darn tough schedule throughout the course of the season. You lost a couple of players, I know, right out of the gate before the season got underway. How tough really kind of has it been for you just kind of getting some traction and getting things going for your basketball club this year? Well, it was a struggle. We lost some key people there before the season started, and basically we just you know, had to scrap everything that we'd done during the summer and, and had to restart. And, uh, you know, so, so it's taken us a little while to get into a groove. Uh, but, you know, something that I didn't foresee was, uh, you know, a lot of those people that, that we played preseason had some really good teams, but, you know, we, we didn't run into just those big six-foot, uh, six-two kind of post players that, that hang around the rim. And, uh, and so that that's what we've seen since getting into district play. It, it seems like you know, everyone's got one of those. And it comes next as a couple. And, uh, you know, we're, we we just don't understand yet how to score around the rim to, to, to get around that one. We're speaking with Jackson County Lady Blue Devil head basketball coach Jim Brown on the high school playbook. Coach, who are some players that, that you've really seen taking some steps in their individual games throughout the course of this season? Well, I've got I've got two juniors who have kind of taken over and and, and, and led for us. Uh, uh, you know, as far as on the floor uh, basketball wise, and, and that's my post player Jacqueline Agee and and then my guard Riley Thomas. Uh, they they have both uh, you know stepped, stepped into a role of uh, you know somebody that we rely on to score, and uh, and so hopefully they they can continue to do that for us. Basketball, and you know as well as anyone, having won multiple state championships, it is a tournament sport. You play the regular season with the hopes of peaking at the right time. Coach, what do you feel like this Jackson County team needs to really do a little bit better for when you get the tournament time to have a chance to be competitive and, and maybe go a little distance in the postseason this year? Well, we, we've got to adjust and, and, and get used to playing against this, this size because it's really a causes some problems in the last two or three games. And, you know, we, we, we've had an issue handling the ball all season. Uh, and it's going to continue to be an issue, but, but still we've we've got to, to limit those turnovers and, and, and try to cut those down. Uh, you know, it's, it, it's hard to beat people when you're, you know, giving them 10 to 15, you know, extra more, more possessions than, than what you're hitting in a game. So if uh, if we learn to adjust in size and, and get to where we score against that and, and take a little better care of the ball, then, then I think we'd be competitive. Friday night, you got one of those new district opponents in Bledsoe County. I know you've seen Sequatchie County. What do you know about Bledsoe County, and what do you expect from them on Friday night? Well, Bledsoe's got uh, they've got a guard, uh, uh, I say it's Melancon, that, that does the majority of their scoring, but, but then they, they've, they've got a big post player, uh, Carly Mann, that, uh, 
probably the biggest kid that, that we've gone against, and, and we've we've played against some some, some big ones lately. You know, Monterey's got a couple, and, and Squatchy's got a big post player as well. So, uh, you know, again, we're we're starting to work on this. Hey, hey, this you know, this is what you got to deal with when you've got somebody back there to win uh, to try to score on, and then and we've got to do a good job of, of, of keeping up with that guard that's, that's scoring uh, quite a bit for him. Well, Coach, I know you're working hard there, Jackson County, you and your team, and a lot of basketball left to be played here before the end of the season. Wish you the best of luck moving forward and, of course, going on into tournament time as well. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate all you guys do. The Monterey Wildcat basketball team took on Jackson County in a district game last night. Coach Linus Martin of the Wildcat basketball program joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, tough night with Jackson County. That's a good basketball team, ranked sixth in the state. Uh, second time this season, you're on the short end of a score. What makes that Jackson County basketball team so hard to, to kind of game plan for and, and go up against out on the court? Athleticism and length. They're so long. They're so big at every position. They're so physical. They're so strong. Uh, if we could have done a better job, I mean, I guess probably anybody would say that, to keeping them off the glass, eliminating them to one shot on trips, because, man, there ain't no telling how many times we got stops and just couldn't keep them off the boards. It'd be two and three attempts, and, you know, their, their wings and their guards are all big. They jump well. They're long. They're athletic. Uh, they shot it well last night from about elbow in, which was – not that they couldn't shoot it, but it was, you know, more than I've seen on, on film of making shots. Uh, they caused some turnovers, and that's why I told our kids we couldn't get enough transition uh, buckets. We couldn't get enough steals to get easy baskets and probably gave them more than we should. Uh, we didn't shoot it well, particularly from outside, and I thought, man, I thought we did a great job of moving the basketball to get a lot of great looks. It just you can't buy them at the right time, and, you know, it's just telling kids just to make a big shot at the right time. That's how you're going to get over the hump in a big game to to get like that. Uh, it, it got us closer. I feel like if we see them in the tournament, our kids uh, believe that, you know, if we can put it together for four quarters, that we've got a chance to beat them. But you're right, man. They're, they're, they're probably the most talented team we've seen so far as a whole uh, from top to bottom. We haven't seen York yet, so uh, – but that's, that's a very talented – and York's beat Jackson, so there you go. That tells you how talented the district is right now. Absolutely. Coach, you won two in a row coming into last night's game, and the two games prior to that, some close losses, one at a very good Smith County team that's ranked in the top ten. Seems like your team has been playing better of late, particularly it looks like defensively from some of the scores. What have you liked about your team's performance here in the last uh, several games uh, of the season? Well, that's what we told them last night. Uh, our scores to win, because we're just not great off it, we're usually pretty good defensively, is to try to keep it in high 40s, really low 50s. It gets above that, you're in trouble. You know, we give up, what, 69 last night. That's a lot. Uh, we've been holding teams down that we've, you know, that we're winning. We were holding to 48, 49. Uh, we go to Smith, and, you know, that's the third time we've played them, and we're tied. They hit a three with about a second to go to, to win by three. Uh, so we know we can play with them. Uh, if, when the time comes down the road, uh, went and got a big district win against Bledsoe, finally kind of put some shots and stuff together, and the coach asked me, how, you know, you beat Bledsoe pretty good. I said, you know, it's crazy when you shoot it well 
you know, what kind of things happen. I said, and it, you know, our defense is usually well, but, it, you know, if you can hit some more shots, you, it's a crazy how much more intensity you pick up defensively. And we, we played really well that night and uh, made a lot of shots. And Red Bowling, we didn't shoot it well. We had to grind. We had a lead at the end, couldn't hold on. Uh, Colin Fowler hit a, you know, a free throw at the end to kind of give us a one-point lead, and we held on and closed our breath, you know, held our breath to, that they didn't hit the last shot because you made a good point. You know, I think we're 9-14 and 14 overall, and eight out of those 14 losses are by four or less. Wow. Um, we're in games. We're competing. We're hanging around uh, up until this week before we played Bledsoe at home out of those, like, 18, 19 games, we'd only played three home games. So getting Bledsoe, Red Bullet, and Jackson last night, that was three home games in a row, kind of puts you more in the confines of, you know, we've learned to battle and, you know, have a lot of grit and being on the road and being tough. So I don't know if that's good scheduling or bad scheduling or what along the line, so maybe we can get things going at home a little bit down the road. Uh, just see how it ends up, and I think we've got York and Bledsoe are our last away games, and just see how we end up. We're speaking with Coach Linus Martin, the head basketball coach of the Monterey Wildcats here on the High School Playbook. Coach, Thursday night, uh, you step out of district to play Clark Range, another home game, maybe another opportunity uh, to, to work on some things as you've got two big district road games coming up, as you mentioned. What do you expect from Clark Range, and what do you want to see out of your team in that game Thursday night? Just keep putting things together. I, I, you know, man, I didn't say anything bad last night. I, I thought we really competed hard. We played to the last, you know, till there's no time left on the clock. We didn't, we didn't give in. You know, we wanted them to be resilient, keep fighting, uh, let them know that come tournament time, we won't be an easy out. Uh, try to keep putting those things together, uh, offensively and defensively for Clark Range, because because next week when you go. That's that's a tough week. Uh, Monday's a makeup game. We go to York, so we play there, and then we go to Bledsoe on Tuesday. That's two long trips back to back, and then I think we come home and play Sequatchie on Friday, and that's going to really tell you where we end up in the district wise. So uh, it's a big week. Need to get Thursday to build some confidence into next week, and uh, and just get keep keep plugging away and at the end of the day it's really not going to matter come february 15th is when it's going to matter when you start the district tournament and uh and just see what happens from there because at that point everybody's zero and zero and nobody's you know got a notch over anybody and to see what happens absolutely some big games coming up and uh boy you, you mentioned it like that it's not long we are going to be talking about postseason basketball certainly it's right around the corner coach linus martin of the monterey wildcats coach always good to have you on the show thank you and uh, good luck to you on down the road thanks tom i love it i appreciate all the work you do man keep it up several big games in district play coming up on friday night clark range will be at red boiling springs Clay County will be hosting Gordonsville. Cookville travels over to Green Hill. It'll be DeKalb County at Livingston Academy. Bledsoe County visiting Jackson County. Opperman hits the road to Lafayette to take on Macon County. Franklin County's at Warren County. And Sequatchie County travels to Jamestown to play York Institute. Don't forget, we'll recap all those games coming up on the Saturday morning edition of the High School Playbook, 9 a.m. on Rock 93.7, live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville, and the show will replay at 10 a.m. right here on Sports Radio 104.7. Big thanks to all of our coaches for joining us this evening. For our show producer, Jacob Vinson, for the High School Playbook, I'm Tom Duggan.